Hey, just the usual six month reminder. I just need to get this out again because I see it a lot. It always comes up in the comments. There's always people that just come over from Friendly Geordies and they always just go, my problems, society's fault, society's fault that I suck. No, it is not. It is not society's fault that you suck, you suck. Society's problem is more extended to other things that are you know, more macro than you are. For instance, look, let's just give this for an example, right? My mum would not have gone to university without a Labour government. She also would not have gone to university without the Labour government putting in a bunch of high school teachers in the shit suburb that she grew up with from, the, from rich suburbs that normally taught rich kids. They came there and they were just like, hey, how about you go to university? And she was like, fuck, I thought I was just going to be a milkmaid in my entire life. I can go to university? Okay. And so then she went over and became a teacher. That is something that is just because it gets implanted into your head, you can move on. That is a societal change. Yes, there is definitely an argument for that and I completely subscribe to it. I... That is why I fight so hard for Labour governments to make that macro change. When it comes to the micro, when it comes to you though, when it comes to you in this environment, the fact, that the very fact that you have clicked on a Jordan Shanks video means that it is now solely on your shoulders where you end up in life because this entire channel is just there to remind you that you get the results that you reap. Anybody that sits there and goes, hmm, empty platitudes, you can tell they're a loser, fuck them. They are just such, so dead wrong about that. This is something that I'm extremely passionate about because this is something that like, and the thing that I've actually noticed, actually I was talking to my editor about it today, but he's always just saying, you can tell that there's a specific deep wound in you every time that somebody from, I don't know, anyone in the media class criticizes me. Because it's just like, every time I look at them, I'm always just like, you're some little prick that went to a fucking fancy school. Then after that, you just went straight into there. You had no talents at all. You just had fucking connections. You got there and then you're shit at your job as well. That's the other thing is well. Like, dude, again, I actually, I've said this recently, but I don't care if somebody comes from a rich background or I don't care if somebody comes from like a snooty background as long as they're good at what they do. You know, William F. Buckley Jr. is the most... You know, I don't agree with his politics or anything like that, but I love watching that man interview people. Just this like smug, I'm guessing he's from like Boston. Such a, you know those, you know those Americans that have such an upper class accent that they almost sound like they're American? Uh, from the UK? Probably is from the UK actually, but yeah, so how's that? But he's good. He's good at his job. He obviously grew up extremely rich. Tucker Carlson grew up extremely rich, but he also has skills. I don't mind that. I can respect that. And that's the other thing that I always see people saying in the comments of like, oh, good things about Tucker Carlson. Good. Yes, because I respect skill. I think that it's something that you should be striving towards because there's so few people that do in life. You should be striving towards skill. You should be celebrating it anywhere that you see it because you just recognize that if they're doing that, you can do that if you put in the effort, right? So when people always say these kinds of things of just like, you got lucky, it's such a lie. It is such a lie that I got lucky because I can see it. As I'm always saying in this video, like the, the people in my life that started off much, much, much richer, much better off connections, much better than me, they are nowhere near as famous as me. They are nowhere near, doing nowhere near as well in life in any regard. I'm talking about health. I'm talking about wealth because this is the other thing that you're thinking about, right? You're thinking that self-help is just about wealth. I talk about wealth a lot as well. I think it's just because it's like a measurement. It's a good measurement of just like you started here, you're there. If you just focus on it, it obviously means that you've just been doing that, right? But the other thing is health. When people are always saying to me, oh my God, friendly Geordie looks like he's 15 still, right? 
that's because I looked into it. I just got to like improve myself. I started improving my diet. I made sure that I worked out every day. These are basic self-help principles. And everybody is sitting there just being like, yeah, everyone knows that you should work out. Do you do it? Do you do it? Do you actually work out for half an hour a day? Because even if you were doing something as basic as that, just working out, that's one of the basic principles of self-help, that you are putting yourself in a routine, you are structuring yourself. When people say, actually, it was actually my editor that pointed this out as well, because he's into self-help a lot. But he was saying that those people that are always saying, I don't have many goals. What's your first goal? The first goal is to get fit, because mind-body connection. If you are fit, you are able to think longer and better for a longer period of time. And I can guarantee you that, because the less fit members of my circle, the less fit members of my circle do not have the same concentration. They get tired and irritated quicker and it's because they are just, their body isn't burning as efficiently. That's what you're looking for there, right? Like these are self-help things. This isn't just that, it's like relationships. I am, I think, one of the only people that I know that has been in a self-help, uh, that has been in a long-term relationship. There's so many people I know that aren't even in a long-term relationship and look, Okay, there might be the argument of the people that are just like, enjoy that triggers lifestyle, hashtag don't judge me, but I also think that there is something wrong with you if you can't be in a long-term relationship. There is something there that needs to be fixed. Because somebody that usually, like, I do think that this is the case, especially coming from a broken home. Like, you know, you, you, it would have been a lot better if I came back from a family that had two loving parents, right? And I do actually see that now myself, now that I'm a little older, and I see myself... Uh, uh, being interviewed and people were always just saying like, oh, you're so fidgety and so uncomfortable. And it's just like, yeah, I am really uncomfortable with myself. I think it was just a combination of the fact that I went to a school that had a bunch of rich kids there. Like there was poor kids as well, but the rich kids there. So they kind of just, you know, I, I was a class clown, so I wasn't on the totem pole or whatever, but they were kind of just in their own realm because it was just like, wow, they get $50 and can get all the video easies they want every weekend in pizza. And their bed has a bed frame, wow. That like, and so that was happening, and you know, I, I think just because you know, childhood traumas and stuff like that, so I've just kind of got to like think of just something like in my body, right? But I think that vocally, because of my upbringing, I was given you know a lot of free reign to say whatever I think. But you can see that in the person that I have become. But that's the same with you. There would be those things that you are carrying there, but the thing, the, the thing that I want to impress upon you, the reason that self-help is so important, so crucial, is because it starts making you think in that context of you have a perception of life, you are not able to circumspect that, you are not able to get out of that without these tools. It's not like you can get out of it entirely, but it's like after a while, and it just keeps compounding on itself. The fact that I've been looking at self-help for I think now close to 11 years, I am not the same person that I was 11 years ago. I wouldn't have been anyway, but I've been able to consciously sculpt the person that I am from 11 years ago. You, uh, given that sort of perspective, the thing that I used to always disparagingly look at for like LSD and, and mushrooms, I think that that is one tool, yes, but self-help is another tool and that's the lazy one. It definitely does something, but so does self-help, right? Like it makes you see outside of yourself. Somewhat. Somewhat. And that tiny little bit of self-awareness that self-help puts in front of you, man, what an advantage, because that little piece of self-awareness means that you are able to sculpt yourself. You are able to see yourself as a statue. You might not be the world's greatest sculptor. There might be other people that are a lot more self-aware than you are, and they're able to sculpt themselves, 
But the thing is that if you just keep listening to these messages, just you start focusing on yourself a little bit more of just like, okay, I can improve in this way, I can improve in that way, and you start moving down that path, you become a different, better person, better than the rest, much better than the rest. And sorry, going back to that thing, just the little trauma that I have, look, I hate that word, it sounds pathetic, but it's just been so ingrained into me because it's a bit of like, you know, even if you scrape your knee, but that's a trauma, right? But anyway, thing is that, you know, there's, there's a visceral hatred there that I have when media figures sit there for, that do not deserve their job. They are extremely untalented. They coasted by and then they look down on me in any fucking way whatsoever. It fucking makes me snap. And it makes me snap because I did not get their cushy little ladder up there. That was all me. That was me. In the early stages, I was blessed afterwards that I had a great team that surrounded me. Like, there's people on my team... They're so talented at what they do. They're geniuses. They're really, really smart. They're really, really devoted. Good people. I think that about everybody on my team. I honestly do think that. I can tell because in the lowest ebbs of my life, they have been there for me. They are my closest friends. I really, really do appreciate everything that they do. But in the early stages, I had none of that. I had me. I didn't have any family welfare. I didn't have any fucking friends. I didn't have any connections. I had nothing. I had Tony Robbins. That was my friend. That is the best friend that you can ever have is those unlimited power, Awaken the Giant Within books. That is all I had. That's it. I remember there was a time when I had double digits in my bank account. Double digits in my bank account. Double digits. Don't really want to be going into this story too much, right? But then there was a comedian and they were in like a monetary exchange. It was the first time that I had a profile big enough that I realized, oh, actually, maybe now I can start making money in this. And in that scenario, they were just like, yep. And then they just took it like it was nothing. It was actually like that moment in the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. You know that moment in the pursuit of happiness where... Uh, the guy that runs the, the, the fucking, I can't even remember what he was doing now, stockbroking agency or whatever, and he just goes, can I just borrow $5? It's $5, I'll pay it back, jeez. And then he just gives it, but it's his last $5 in his wallet. It was one of those moments in life. But because I had self-help, because that was so ingrained in me that that moment is going to happen. If you move towards your goals and you start from nothing, that moment is going to happen. A lot of people give up well before that, but because it has just been ingrained in me from years and years of reading these books that it's always darkest just before dawn. I can tell you from experience, my friends, it is always darkest just before dawn. But then dawn cracks. But you will never see dawn unless you have a guide. That is self-help. I am so sick to death of those comments. It's another thing that just angers me so much because it's just like... No, I have luck, sure. I have luck in the fact that I live in Australia. I accept that. It's one of the greatest countries on earth, if not the greatest. I actually do think that even going to a bunch of developed countries, you always just think, nah, fuck them, I'm coming back. It's great. I love living here. I was given an education, thanks to a Labour government. You know, like all of those things. That's why I put so much into it when these fuckers up here are always just being like, oh, why does he care about things? It's because It's because when you come from where we came from, right? When you come from the lower rungs of society, the things that happen in government actually matter to you. It's all fucking academic after you hit about $100,000. All of a sudden, you just don't have the same skin. But at least I remember. I remember that what that was like. The, the fact that, like, or at least now I can go back and look at it and think, Jesus Christ, if it wasn't for public schools, I would be a shoeshine boy, right? 
But this is just another example. I hate how all these people just sit there and be like, yeah, education, fix the public education system. Fix yourself, cunt. Fix yourself. I hate it when people look down on self-help because it's just coming from a place of pure ignorance and narcissism. Self-help matters. That is the thing that the best thing that you can do for society, you actually do care about society so much, is to improve yourself first. That's why I hate it so much when people shit on Jordan Peterson for telling millions of people that message. It is the most important message there is. Anyway, this is all just so I could get to this point. Make sure that you sign up to Jordan James. <laughs> but I am passionate about it. I really, really am. I think that like you would be spending three times that on an Audible book. The Audible book might be shit. You are spending a fifth just on that on this video, uh, like going up onto Jordan Shanks, it is just chock-a-block filled with videos. It's the premium content. It's the things that I've been thinking about that week. It's the stuff that really got me to where I am because I do sit there, I do reflect on it, and I try and think, what are the things that really got me here that I can help and impart with other people? That's what I put that money into, right? You gotta give what you get. Well, I also put it into these free videos as well. I definitely do. Just all of that, that whole thing that I'm saying there, it's just this thing of like, no. Do not listen to anybody that says that self-help is a bad... They are a bad influence. Anyone that sits here and says, hmm, Tony Robbins, they're always a shit person. Every fucking time. Anyone that is going anywhere in life and is a good person and kind of just looks around in the world and tries to improve it, they listen to what Tony Robbins says and they're just like, yeah, no, that's a good message. Anyway, make sure that you sign up to Jordan Shanks. There's all of this stuff there. See ya. Thank you. Thank you just for watching this channel.